My name is Caleb Prozy, and joining me, as always, are my co-hosts, Naaman Smith and Caleb Confusioni, and welcome to The House. On this podcast, we talk about everything sports every week, but this week, we have a special guest, close friend, and FSU marching chief, Harrison Hawthorne, joining us tonight. Harrison, how are you doing? I'm good, guys. Thank you for having me on. I really love what you guys are doing here. You guys got a great creation going on. Um, I'm happy to see where you guys go. Now, uh, for the people at home, what instrument do you personally play in the Marching Chiefs? So, I play the baritone. Um, a lot of people don't know what that is, but it's just, think of like a, a fat trumpet. Um, <laughs> and it makes the same sound as like a trombone, sort of, kind of, but um, it's a little, it's a nicer sound than the trombone, so, mm. yeah. Now, uh, for people who don't know you, obviously a lot of people who are listening now do know you, but where are you from, and what is your favorite sports team across all leagues? And a fun fact. Mm. Mm. Okay, so I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. Um, grew up there, born and bred. Um, and favorite team, man. Favorite team all across. Definitely Florida State. I mean, every Florida State Ooh. team I support. Um, I mean, the Jaguars, of course. But like, that franchise has hurt me a lot <laughs> over the years. So, um, But everything Florida State, man. I love Florida State. Um, and then what did you say? Uh, fun fact. Fun fact about me. coconut really. Um. I mean, I did hit someone in the head with a coconut the other day, but um, fun fact, I don't know. I mean, I play five instruments, but no, no useful instruments, though. No um, piano? Like, no piano or guitar, Drums. like cool instruments. That what you do you play? play? What are the five? I play the trombone. Um, I play the baritone, obviously. I play the trumpet. I can play the tuba. And um, I played a little bit of saxophone when I was in middle school. But, you know, so you can take like over the entire it. brass section. I mean, saxophone is not brass, but yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. And one of the woodwinds. Yeah. That's impressive. Nice, nice. Well, we wanted to have you on because there was a big event that happened this past weekend. Yeah, in, tell in me New about Orleans. it. Yeah. <laughs> and you happened to be there this weekend. I so. was. Two and oh. Two, two and oh. oh. Yeah, two, two and oh. Two and oh. FSU knocked off LSU 24-23 in a thriller in Go New Tigers. Orleans, Louisiana. And I just wanted to ask... What was the atmosphere like being there with the band? Oh, it was amazing, man. Um, it felt so good, you know, knocking off Brian Kelly in his fake accent. Um, <laughs> it was just—it was such a good time. Um, like the food, just like the atmosphere, like the whole weekend, it was just FSU fans everywhere. Mm. Like anytime anyone asked me, "Oh, how was it?" I'm like, FSU, like Tallahassee came to New Orleans. It felt like all of Tallahassee was in New Orleans. Like they gave us a huge speech, like before we left, like. Guys, New Orleans is dangerous. Like, the LSU fans can get rowdy sometimes. Like, you know, don't wear FSU stuff because you can get jumped. And then we get there. And, like, when our bus shows up, it's just stacked with FSU fans. Yeah. And we were, we were worried about, like, when we were talking last week about the game, we were like, it's an LSU home game. But it wasn't, obviously. No, it was so not. That's, it was not. I heard insane. it was 50-50. Yeah. Games. On TV, I mean, like, yeah, it doesn't really do it justice. But I would say it was more like 60-40. But that's probably wow. just because we were taken over most of the game. Oh, wow. So, hmm. yeah. But uh, they still did show up, the LSU fans. Oh, they heard, showed up. Yeah, I heard they it got up. really loud on our third down. Yeah. And Jordan Travis, even through that loud crowd, still balled out. He balled out. Converted a lot Ontario of Ontario Wilson, bro. That man's one-handed catch. How yeah. do you feel about that? It was insane. Um, <laughs> I actually have a lot to say about that. I mean, like, it's funny because people kind of question, like, 
Mike Norvell's play calling, especially the toss at the one yard line when he fumbled and all mm, that. Yeah. Um, but like, and so and then also Micah Pittman, like we threw a fade to him at the end of the game. I mean, at the end of the half, and he dropped it, and people were like, "Why would you? Why would you throw a fade on fourth and two? Right? Yeah. Mm. But we threw that fade to Ontario, the one hand catch, and it was third and two. Mm-hmm. So like, I think like you know. We made the right decision in it. Like Mike Norvell, like he is, I mean, I'll, I don't know what you guys say on this pod, on this podcast, but he has balls. Like he, he, he will like show that like he's not scared. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that play was insane. Um, when I saw it happen, I thought it was offensive pi because his <laughs> arm was extended. But then you watch mm. it back, and his arm was getting grabbed. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Oh, yeah. But it was insane. How does that? How does that affect you? As far as the rest of FSU season, how do you think it's going to go? Oh, um, so I actually did like a win-loss prediction thing in my phone before the season started. <laughs> and I had this as a dub. I had Duquesne as a dub, obviously. And the rest of the season, I kind of had two options. And that was like post-LSU and pre- like pre-LSU. Mm-hmm. I think that after this game, I think the Louisville game will say a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Nervell yeah. in his post-practice like, practice, um, like his conference today... He said that the team had a really bad practice. <laughs> he said they had a really bad practice and they weren't locked in. And he said that same thing happened with Louisville two years ago um, mm-hmm. because we beat UNC. Everyone's so happy we beat UNC ranked opponent, and then we go to Louisville and poop the bed. Yeah. And so he said he literally mentioned that and said he didn't want the same thing to happen. That's true. Um, yeah, hopefully he learns. I yeah. do. I yeah. And I know that uh, Louisville actually got kind of curb stomped by Syracuse. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. it does make me excited that we're gonna be going and playing Louisville right after this, sure. because it just seems like it's a it's a momentum that can keep pressing mm-hmm. on. Yeah. They play UCF, and that's gonna be a oh, huge game. Really? Yeah. Okay. So Louisville does. Yeah. 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 See, a good thing about that, even though we had a bad practice, we have a bye week this week. That, yeah. So mm-hmm. even though you have a bad practice, he probably tomorrow will get on him in practice. Mm-hmm. And luckily, yeah. we don't have to play this weekend. Yeah. And we versus Louisville in what ten days. Sure. So we got a little Friday bit of night time. Friday, Friday night football. Friday night. And, and it gives know, oh good. I was I think a good thing about a buy is it gives their heads a chance to mm-hmm. kind of like unswell. Because exactly. you know, I mean, after that win, they're all like on cloud nine right yeah. now. Yeah, they show up in class, seven. and all the students are like, "Yeah, right. great win!" It was right. there were seven million people that tuned in exactly. just on TV alone. Yeah, That's crazy. And so it was one of the biggest kickoff weekends in college football. Yeah. So that was, and I crazy. mean, the bye week also gives like guys a time to heal up. You know, exactly. I mean? Yeah. Les Harris is out for the whole season. Right tackle transfer. Mm-hmm. He's out for the season. Like we have a lot of injuries, but I think like this will be good. The bye week. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Well. Sure. Yeah. Thanks for that. Let's move. We're gonna move forward, and we're gonna talk some U.S. Open, some tennis. But before that, we'd like to give our give our kudos to Serena Williams. Oh wow! Yeah, she yeah. had her final tennis match. What do you guys think of that? So, I think Serena Williams has just been an icon for just, like, women's tennis. Uh, she really has just been the face of women's tennis. She's, like, really stood up for more pay, uh, an equal pay for women's tennis versus men's tennis. Not many women's tennis players have done that or just had the face or the brand to do that because they're, mm-hmm. they're, like, all their sponsors would just back out. And Nike, kudos to them. They supported her through it. Nike also supported Serena when she became a mother, and she still yeah. kept playing tennis and mm-hmm. kept dominating. Yeah, uh, one of the coolest stats: uh, she's won twenty-three Grand Slam singles mm-hmm. uh, so far. She could maybe play anymore, but as of right now, she's won twenty-three Grand Slam singles, 
and that's the most ever in the open era, male or female. So that is a very, very cool thing. Uh, and for uh, people that maybe aren't that big into tennis, I have a football-related fun fact. Her and her sister, Venus Williams, became uh, minor shareholders in the Miami Dolphins back in uh, 2009. And they were the first African-American women to own a stake in a professional NFL franchise. Wow. So wow. they We're broke a lot of barriers yeah. uh, during her career, her and her sister Venus. We lost a really good one. She was from yeah. Florida. She was from my, well, she wasn't from, but she lives in my hometown. So, um, Race really, Compton, right? Uh, no, 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 she grew up in Compton, but she lives now in No, 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 yeah, that's what I'm saying, but she, yeah, not for, not like, name is not, name, you're from Compton, bro, yes, sir, yeah, Compton, yeah, uh, that would be interesting if I was from Compton, one of the, one of the things I, to kind of push back to Serena, I just think that she fought so many of, like, gender norms when it came to females in sport, she has that mental toughness and physical toughness that often, broadcasters and media won't describe in a woman mm. okay. and people would get mad at her because of the way she would scream or the passion she would have or the anger she felt when a call maybe didn't go her way mm-hmm. they would often tie her to a man but now it's like no that's just serena mm-hmm. that is yeah. what a woman can be that is what a woman's toughness looks like and that's why she was so dominant in her field and that's why honestly she's the best female athlete to set foot in her particular sport across all sports yeah. Yeah. So I just a lot of people talk about that they commend her for her ability to just take hate and run with it. Yeah, for sure. So that's not, that's awesome. I was saying not to mention I mean, just the racial barrier she broke too. Mm-hmm. I mean when her and Venus were growing up, it was a primarily white sport. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there was very few African I mean let let alone females, but just African Americans in general playing tennis. Yeah. So for her and Venus to come up with their dad, you know, Richard Williams, you know, raising them Apparently he had some like eighty something page plan for their lives as like tennis oh players gosh. before they were even born. <laughs> not sure how true that is or not, but um, I mean it's it's ridiculous. Just like the family oriented way that they were brought up in, just training. Mm. Like most of these other people were brought up in academies and different things where they were training professionally with like legitimate coaches. Not that Richard wasn't a legitimate coach because obviously he produced two of the greatest female tennis players, female athletes of all time. But it was just such a different upbringing than anyone else. Yeah. So it's super interesting. I was I really want to watch the movie now. King I'm not sure. Yeah, I haven't seen. I it. haven't seen the movie, yeah. but I was watching the trailer like earlier, and I was like, I gotta see this now. I know from um from my perspective, I'll, I'll just say this short. I mean, I don't know anything about tennis, um, but like, Tiger and Serena and Venus, like. Growing up as like a black kid, I mean, I was privileged to live in a pretty good area of Jacksonville, but like. A lot of kids, like, that are black aren't, and, like, all you have is basketball, football, maybe baseball if you're lucky. And so, like, seeing, like, growing up and seeing, like, Tiger Woods dominate golf and Serena dominate tennis, like, that's a sport, two sports that are, like, not really, you know, usually people that look like me are in. It's, like, insane, and, like, it's insane the impact that they've made. Yeah. 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 And they know, they've opened up the doors to so many exactly. others. Exactly. Uh, Naomi Osaka as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then a lot of Asian golfers now have mm. uh, come and just... What is the one? Uh, I forget the name of the one. But he's top five now in PGA Tour. If he's still in the PGA Tour, he could be in LIV Golf. But... Uh, <laughs> Where's he, John Hackett? Is he professional? Or? I don't know. 
know. But again, FSU has been influenced yeah. too. John Pack, number one golfer oh, in the yeah. country. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. College golf. How'd y'all react when Brooks Kepka was at the game? Oh, my game? gosh, <laughs> man. I freaked out, man. I was like, what the heck? Brooks Kepka's here? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Bro, he, yeah. he's a cool guy. So yeah, dude. Um, Caleb, I know you got some some things to say about the U.S. Open going on right now. Yeah, I just keep that to... tennis train rolling. No, I just want to mention <laughs> one guy, man. Another uh, another African American uh, role model becoming now actually. Yes, no, let's go. We're out here. France, Francis Tiafo, remember the name? This Who is dude, that? This dude beat Nadal in the round of sixteen, and he just went off in the quarters. Now he's in semis. He's the first American. To make the semis of the U.S. Open in 16 years. Wow! 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 So he's going off. The, the the main thing people are talking about. This is all from USOpen.org. I won't read like verbatim everything, but his attack is crazy. He attacks like on on average about they say five percent more than his opponent, hmm. and he's converting his attacks 80 percent of the time, wow. which is like way more than what the average is, hmm. which gives him a 92 percent wow. chance to win. Those are just some quick numbers that. I mean, the dude is, like, crazy athletic. I was watching some of his highlights. He's got some, like, sick drop shots where he's just kind of, like, lobbing it right over. And the it's, like, got backspin, sidespin, like, going straight out, mm-hmm. which is, like, impossible to get. And then the next highlight I see, he's, like, acing it, like, 115, 16 miles an hour. I'm, like, this mm-hmm. dude is just versatile. So oh, wow. keep an eye on him. Really cool, really cool tennis player to watch. It's relaxing to watch tennis, dude. I caught a couple minutes like over the weekend, and I was like, kind of falling asleep to it, but like not in a bad way. I was like, I wanted to keep watching, but it's just like it's soothing. Mm-hmm. And they're so good, dude. They're they're so freaking good. I could oh, never. I and they're sponsored by Rolex. Mm-hmm. That's, That's sick. Elite, yeah. Hey, <laughs> like, hey, he does have a Florida tie as well. Mm-hmm. He moved uh, when he was a young kid to the USTA like training center in Boca Raton, Florida. Okay. Okay. He's from yeah. originally Maryland, but okay, okay. to the Florida people out there, it's it is another Florida kind yeah. of guy. So that is yeah. cool. Uh, but again, we always support our, our Americans doing well. Amen. So let's see. Any other news? I think we have um, sports. That's what I've got for gambling. Sports gambling, actually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. the NFL. This season, 46 million people plan to bet on the NFL games for this season. Yeah, sports betting's taking storm, and I know being in New Orleans, they have the Caesars Sportbook. I bet a lot of people went in there. Did you go? No. (laughs) There were like there was a like a casino, Harris Casino, right, literally right beside our hotel. We're staying in the Hilton Riverside, Mm -hmm. right beside it, but we didn't go in because we had a lot of like. Underage kids with oh, us. Yeah. We're yeah. trying to be the good be example, you know. I didn't even drink the whole entire trip. Let's go. Just because, like, but that was like that was like me and my, like, old the older people in my section. We were like, okay, let's be a good example for these kids. That's, That's true. That, be so. a senior. I guess we did go to Harris when they went. Really? We did. Me and Percy. We did. Nice. Yeah. Nice. We was... did. I did one parlay. I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> it was what fine. Was it? What it was, was fine. It? I just bet on the final four games because we were there for the final four last year. We got to go to New Orleans. Pretty big event as well. So I can. Kind of a test of how crazy it can get when a big sporting event hits yeah. the town. One of the, one of the 46 million you don't need to watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will not be betting on the NFL this hey, year. I, I bet 20 bucks on the Warriors and the spread beating the Timberwolves. And they That's won. That's an easy bet, though. Well, the spread was like 17 or something like that. It was pretty high. Dang. And they won. And I, I'm now $15 richer next That's time cool. I go to Louisiana. Because <laughs> I need to be in Louisiana re- to redeem it. So. <laughs> All right, let's move into let's move back into college football. Okay, I know that we wanted to rehash some things that happened week one, and I just wanted to first off say, them Gators though, 
Mm. I know we ain't Gator mm. fans, mm. but that game was somewhat yeah, of a thriller. Yikes. Yeah. They, they got gifted a Look, man. the uh, one thing you can't do, and you do it. <laughs> throw it in the red zone. What? What? Yeah. yeah. Throw why it on, you, what were they on? Were that? they on the... They were on the... They were on, like, the like five the, or yeah, five yard line. They pulled a Russell Wilson. The QB... F- they did. So, wait, wait, all right. To the viewers who didn't watch, because, like, we want to make sure everyone knows what happened. Oh. There was, <laughs> what, how many seconds left in the game? It was, it was less than a minute. Seconds. Less than a minute. It was for less sure. than a minute. Thir- yeah. uh, Thirty seconds left in the Something. game. Utah was down by three. Uh, they had a chip shot game time field goal if they wanted it, but it was second and goal, mm-hmm. and they're at the five yard line. And the coach should have told the quarterback, "Hey, we have the game time field goal whenever you want it. So unless something's wide open, don't force it. Yeah, just run the don't ball. Don't force it. Don't try to. Don't take a sack." Just be cautious and careful. Yeah. And then he tried to throw it in between two Florida defenders, and it got picked off. And the the swamp Man. just went like crazy over a stupid play. It was yeah. a stupid decision. I was Florida I, didn't deserve to win. I was actually yeah. talking. I was talking with uh, John Sawyer, who's a very close friend of ours, and he said I could make that play call. I could make the play call to just run it and get that field goal for a way lower salary. So that's just Pac-12 football. <laughs> the Pac-12 yeah. is going downhill. And there's people like us who could see that this has happened before. And coaches should know this has happened before. In the Super Bowl, it's happened. Yeah. So yeah. don't do it. Yeah. Don't give the Gators the win that, they don't want, that we don't want them to have. Don't even put Florida in an opportunity to win it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, have it yeah. a... Only time the quarterback should have thrown it is if it was a simple pitch and catch. Like, it was going to hit the receiver's hands, yeah. yeah, and that's it. Even then, though, like, you saw Florida State. The little pitch toss was fumbled on the one yard line. <laughs> like, don't even do that. Don't risk yeah. any and form West of a Virginia. turnover. West Virginia. Yeah. 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 So, if you don't remember that, West Virginia's receiver hit him in the hands, ball went in the air, pick six. Pick six, Game picks. over. Yeah. So, I'll give naming it, though, because we were talking about the game probably a week before, and I was like, Man, the swamp is even like that crazy. Like that's probably worth like maybe like five points in the spread. And Naaman was like, make that like fourteen points. The swamp definitely <laughs> the swamp was factor. loud. Even oh, on yeah. TV, oh, I was yeah. like, it is. You can hear the fans over these yeah. broadcasts. I think if it's yeah. at Utah, Utah's winning. Facts. Yeah. No, oh, I agree. Utah yeah. still should have came in the swamp and won it. Yeah. In my opinion, should, I do think so. I don't. They should have. Why, why didn't they run the ball? On this, I mean, even running, they were I don't running know if they down a timeout. They were running down Florida's throat, though. True, mm-hmm. five mm-hmm. six yards a carry, especially in the second half. Like they were running down towards. I'm like, hand it off. If your guy doesn't get the touchdown, spike it, kick the field goal. It's Pac-12. Yeah. One thing, but one, it's Pac-12. One thing I think Florida should be excited about. I think Florida should be excited about Anthony Richardson. I think they finally have a quarterback that they can put a team behind. And the Florida fans seem to love him. Mm-hmm. They seem to think he is Tim Tebow reincarnated. And I just want you guys to pump think. Pump the brakes. Pump Her- the brakes. Harrison. Is he that dog? Harrison, do you remember what the coach just said recently about, like, his wife and Anthony Richardson? Yeah. All right, all right. What did he say? Do you remember? Well, he was saying, like, his wife could, like, call plays and, like, Anthony Richardson would, like, still, like, make it happen. See, that's and, like, cat. So, like, they yeah. think he's the next Tim Tebow, which he's not. He's good. He's just... He's going to get humiliated if they ever have to verse Georgia. They're playing Who, Kentucky next week, and they're going to be... I feel like that's not even going to be a game they survive. Where's that game at? I think that game is in Kentucky, if it's I'm not... It's in Kentucky. Yeah. And you talk about... No, it's in the swamp. Oh, no. No. They're going to be 2-0. Kentucky... What kind of road stretch is Florida about to have, though, after that? Yeah, that's I have no idea. I mean, they're in the East... Yeah, they that's are. Yeah, that's true. Are they versus so, Georgia at Georgia? So, no, they play Georgia and Jacksonville, Jacksonville every year. Jacksonville. Ah, 
Jacksonville, okay. the biggest yeah. cocktail party in, in the they world. Verse LA, <laughs> yeah. They versus LSU in Gainesville. Uh, oh, they play at Texas A&M and at Florida State this year. So yeah, they're going to get tested. Yeah. Florida had their recruiting. They they did so well recruiting this past they weekend. Yeah, they yeah. had five stars. Cedric Travis Etienne's brother, yeah. Trevor, is actually the running back for he Florida. Is, yeah. I did not know that until I was watching the Utah game. Yeah. All right, but you guys <laughs> mentioned the Pac-12. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Let's talk, let's talk you, UNC App State. No, no, let's keep it on Pac-12. Keep it on Pac-12? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, a Pac-12 team got humiliated this weekend. Like, they played, like, a Division two school. Like, it was, like, JV squad versus varsity squad. At Georgia, Chaz, if anyone here on the podcast knows Chaz, Chaz was probably really happy because every time Georgia – Touched the football. It seemed like they scored a touchdown, mm. and probably scored yeah. two, like the two point conversion too. They put up a bunch of points. I heard that uh, Auburn's former QB Bo Nix was a oh play caller gosh. and the leader for that Oregon oh, team. Oh, that we're glad, like we're happy. We hope he succeeds. But after what he did against Georgia, we're kind of happy. Hey, He's I'm gone. happy too. Look, <laughs> we got a good Trey Benson and Micah Pittman for Kenny Dillingham. I'll take that any day. Yeah, I'll yeah. take that trade. <laughs> Kenny is—he had a rough day. He I'll crippled our offense. Let me tell you, and the fact that now he's at Oregon. You think he was calling plays? Was he? Yeah. Well, he had a say in it. It was Mike Norvell's offense, mm-hmm. but he had a say in the offense and more control than Alex Atkins has now. Okay. Alex Atkins doesn't really call any plays. He just organizes. He's a okay. coordinator of the offense. Okay. Do Do you guys think that? Oregon is just that bad, or Georgia is just that oh, good? Oh, good question. I, I, you, I go really, you go. It's, it's, it's both. <laughs> it's like, I mean, that's the answer that like everyone's going to say, I feel like, but it really is both, dude. Yeah. Who's like, the other quarterback at Oregon? Couldn't tell you. Robbie Ashford no, transferred to Auburn, so I don't know. But what were you saying? Sorry, I may cut you off. No, I, I was going to say, I mean, Georgia's absolutely... Did y'all see Lad, was it Lad McConkey? That was a little like Julian Edelman. Oh yeah, 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 bro. Yeah. That I love that guy. That, yeah. I'm watching him run around. I'm like, he's a foot shorter than everyone else. Yeah. He's Wes Welker. But he's he's yeah. Wes Welker out. Yeah. I'm like that dude. He killed it. Awesome. He I, had I'm at least two touchdowns, and then should have had another. He had a 20 yeah. yard catch and got tackled at the two yard line. Mm-hmm. Well, I so like I saw him like he was going off, and I'm like, why does Georgia have this guy? They usually have like five star right. guys that look like. They should be playing like for the Patriots already yeah. or yeah. the Jaguars. So I looked them up, and uh, well, maybe not the Jaguars. The Jaguars aren't good enough. But uh, oh. all right, all right, sorry, <laughs> sorry. But uh, so I looked them up, and this guy he was like a 500 overall recruit, which is not good for Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't live up to their standards. But so this guy was from some small city in Georgia. So my guess is that he came in under like the Hope Scholarship, like in-state tuition, and was just there to get the GPA up for the team or something like that. And then he probably showed out in practice mm-hmm. and earned his roster spot. At least quick. Because he's, he's, a fourth, he's a fourth or fifth year. Yeah, yeah. He earned his roster spot, and kudos right. to him. Yeah. It was fun watching him for to me because when I think of Oregon, I think small, fast guys. And to see a small, fast guy tearing it up against Oregon oh, yeah. was like oh, yeah. a taste of their own medicine. I, I don't know. That dude, I just look out for him. He was an absolute beast. So um, I'm glad that we got to rehash that. I really wanted to talk week one because there was just a lot that happened week one. But uh, I wanted to kind of move over to Harrison. I know Harrison had something he wanted to ask the crew. And then after that, we'll go into some picks for the week for NFL and college football. 
Okay, so I actually had a question. It was like directly referring to college football. Sweet. Um, <laughs> I wanted y'all's take on it. Um, he hasn't told us yet. Yeah, yeah I haven't know. told him anything. I haven't told this him anything. Raw. This is um, live. If you guys had to pick any head coach other than Nick Saban to lead Florida State right oh, now, gosh. who would you pick? Any? Any head coach. Mike Norvell. Okay. Uh, Kirby Smart. Really? Mm, Kirby Smart's successful because of the G. You, do you think he's really successful? I think Kirby Smart was that guy. Even when he was being recruited by Miami, he was being recruited by South Carolina. When, coming from a former South Carolina fan, I was absolutely praying that he would go to South Carolina to be their head coach. Mm-hmm. He is an Alabama guy. He's one of Nick Saban's personal people. Mm-hmm. And he has proven that he can go to an organization and win a national championship. I think he has a qualified resume mm-hmm. to lead a team like Florida State, who is nowhere near Georgia right now, and could honestly benefit Georgia. And the name Kirby Smart, no matter where he goes after this, recruits will follow. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Now, for me, just like name aside, because Kirby Smart, he just won a national championship. Sure. A lot of hype. Like five stars will just transfer for sure. him. Exactly. Scheme-wise, I know this is getting like way nerdy of me. But I would do Lincoln Riley. Uh, mm. Just personally, I think he is all that offensively. Now defensively, he's got to hire a defensive, like a defensive coordinator, to figure that all out for him. But offensively, I think you could put like Caleb Confusioni out there, and like he would get him two hundred yards yes, at receiver. <laughs> like that's what I think personally, bro. And so that's the saying Caleb's really good. Per game, per game, per game, per game. game. Two hundred. I think he could get Harrison three hundred tight end a game. I, that's just at tight I think, end. He'd be running ten yard out routes. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I catch thirty passes. I think a lot of Lincoln Riley. Uh, I think he has a really good scheme. So that's just a me thing. I like that. He's never won big though, so it'd be a scary hire. I like yours. He's a famous coach. Lincoln Riley's a respectable head coach. He is. Yeah. He, is. he just had. He's he left. Uh, he left Oklahoma because he was scared though, and also money. It was yeah. a little bit though. What about you, Confusioner? Let's go, Dabo. Oh, oh, no. No. Oh, that was Dabo! Dabo! What? No! Bro, why well, have fun with that, bro? I don't know. Bro, I'm transferring. <laughs> we hate Dabo. Dabo's trash. We do hate Dabo. He's a Christian, though. Kind of. Uh, is he, kind though? Of. Kind of. Know, He's like, I mean, I can't tell his relationship with Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on now. Dabo? No, I. It's okay. Here, we can give you a second try. No, that's his answer. So, why Dabo? Think about it. Clemson's on a down, right? Maybe. Uh-huh. Not maybe. Re- I mean, maybe. perhaps. Perhaps mm-hmm. is on a down, right? Number four yeah. in the country. But. Dabo's starting to see that. Yeah. But he still wants to be in the ACC so he can dominate. Who's rising up right now? Mm. Right? Yeah. Potentially. Amen. So maybe he comes over. Maybe he gives a new energy. I mean, God, let's I mean, hop Dab- on the, the premature bandwagon. <laughs> Dabo, Dabo, <laughs> is, Dabo is far more energetic mm. than Norville. Huh? He'll bring it. He'll oh, yeah. Bro, Norvell doesn't even have stress lines, bro. That man is just like Dude, Norvell his is face is thirty five, but he's like forty something. He's huh? an army general, bro. I, like he's literally. I feel like he's a drill sergeant. But guy. he's so like. I okay no. Would I rather have Norvell? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But in a hypothetical world, if, you had if Dabo were to coach, come, yeah. yeah, he would probably. Bring you wouldn't a turn lot him away. Like, I wouldn't turn him away. He would bring a lot of energy. You know what's the crazy thing about Dabo? 
in his contract, so he Dabo is an Alabama alum. If anyone on the podcast doesn't know, wide receiver, wide receiver, Ooh. and Clemson when they just gave him an an extension to his contract, they wrote the clause, the clause that mm-hmm. he can go to any school, and the buyout is a certain amount of dollars unless he goes to Alabama. Then it's double. It's literally in the contract. If he tries to go to Alabama, it's double. Bro, contracts nowadays, like especially like these these clauses that people are putting in, like Harrison you Tyler Murray. I mean, bro? you're you're want to be a lawyer one day. Yeah. Like you're gonna have to yeah. look at these in depth contracts. Yeah. Like, there are certain things that you can't even wear. Colors you're not even allowed to have on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I think if like Kirby Smart, I bet he couldn't wear blue blue and orange to save his life. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, and then funny stuff like mm-hmm. Zion Williamson having to like work out a certain amount of times in the week and lose this much weight, stay yeah. under this weight. To get all of his money. Or he breaches his contract. Or Kyler yeah. Murray, where he has to watch film. Yeah, he has yeah. to watch a certain exactly. amount of film this week where you want your players to do that on their own. You yeah. don't need you shouldn't have to have that in the clause. Yeah. My yeah. choice just to in this out this segment, I would choose Sean McVay. Sean McVay. I said you need coach. I, I didn't know we could go to I said you need coach. I'll stick with my hey, answer, but that's good. I'm bringing Sean Payton out of retirement <laughs> and into Tallahassee if that's the I think call. Sean McVay would be a fantastic college well, coach. Of course. I do think so, too. But I, Dude, I had no, <laughs> I had no idea I could go beyond the realm of the NCAA. Yeah, I got y'all. I, I got thought, y'all. I don't know. Dude, that's sick. Good question. Honestly, I actually really like that. So, moving in, we're going to do our picks for the week. I have a few, not all, but a few marquee matchups that I do want to get your guys' takes on. And we're going to go pretty pretty quick with these. So, just, like, make it concise. Number four, 20, number four, 24, jeez, Caleb. Number 24, Tennessee, (laughs) goes to Pitt, who's ranked 17. Who do you have? Tennessee. Tennessee? Tennessee, baby. I think so too. West Virginia SEC almost beat them. over yeah. ACC again. I know Naaman's on board with that. Yeah, yeah. I got Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. I think That's Tennessee. Hurt. Even though Tennessee usually doesn't show up in big games, I don't have any faith in Pitt. Pitt almost lost to West, West Virginia. Virginia. They should have lost. They should have. Yeah. And now they're actually versing a ranked opponent from the SEC. Balls all the way. Balls. Now I know so. this is an easy pick, but it might be a little Ooh. bit exciting. Ooh. Number okay. one, Quinn. Alabama going to Longhorn Nation, Texas. Quinn Ewers. How do we feel? How do we feel Texas is going to survive? They won't. They have a super young O-line. It's like Mitch Match O-line. Um, I think they're going to get smashed. I got Alabama. You think this is going to humble some Texas fans? Oh, yeah. For sure. Alabama like 45 to to 13. Okay. For sure. Okay. I, I bet we all agree. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'd like to say one thing about the game. Sweet. So, Texas is on the up. I think they are... That's they are improving. In, yeah. They just don't know where they stand yet. In this game, who they're going to get hit by a hammer. Just like how hard are they going to get hit? They're going to figure out like how far they are away from the Clemson, the Alabama, the Georgia, the Ohio State during this game. They're playing at Texas, so it's like they're uh, they've they've prepped for this all summer. They know this game was coming. It's just like how are they going to show up if That's they true. lose by like two touchdowns? Ooh, that's gonna that's, that's gonna, gonna show gonna, recruits. Texas, Texas won't leave that bad. stadium mad. They'll be butthurt yeah. because Alabama <laughs> just true. steamrolled them. Yeah. True. But they won't be. They'll be optimistic. Yeah. So moving forward, uh, also also this is this could be a hot take, but Texas QB in five years, I think he'll be better than Bryce Young. So that, that's that's my okay. little hot take. Okay. Quinn. Quinn. 
20 years. You think he's going to be better than Bryce? I do. In five years. Five, well, like... Anything that takes five years. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. He's well, 26. So that's five years. Okay, well, whatever. In three years. Whatever. Just not right now. Yeah, he's uh, I think Bryce Young's had all the coaching from Nick Saban. Whatever. He's really good right now. So... so. The Gamecocks of South Carolina trump into Arkansas. Oh Arkansas is ranked number 16. Not woo pig again, baby. I can't woo pig this week. I cannot. Come I on, am a Gamecock fan what my entire saying? life. Is your saying as cool as woo pig? Spurs up, baby. Aww. Spurs up. Is KJ Jefferson still Arkansas? I haven't uh, watched him. I, I think yeah, he, is. Yeah. he is. But Spencer Rattler is also the quarterback for the Gamecocks. I think Spencer's going to show out. Um, I'll take the Gamecocks. Yeah, dude, I can't woo pig this week. I woo pig last week and I was right, but I got to go with the Gamecocks. Now, this is the marquee game that I'm that we were talking about earlier. Number 20 Kentucky goes into the swamp to face number 12 Florida. Yeah. Florida. We think Wildcats or Gators this week. Florida. Yeah, I've got the Gators. They're insane. They got a lot of the, If they got Florida lot of beats Kentucky, in. then I'm going to be scared of Florida. I'm already scared of Florida. Yeah, I, I'm scared of yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you watched that game, but like last year I was like, we almost beat these clowns. Like, like they're not that good. Yeah. This year, like, I don't know, they're just another, they're another they're that guy. Players. They're another so, team. So, personally, I think if they were playing <laughs> in Kentucky, I think Kentucky he, would win. They are him. Because Kentucky, even though they don't get the respect they deserve, their fans show up. Mm-hmm. And it's a really loud place. Like, go Big Blue, whatever they're saying is. Yeah. They're crazy about their team because there's no other things to do in Kentucky. But, uh... Yeah, so I think Florida's going to trump them. I think right. Florida's a really good team this year. And now, what's the last pick? Last one is number nine. Baylor goes to number twenty-one. BYU. Woo, Baylor, let's go Bears. Go I think Bears. Go Bears. Yeah. We're going oh, Bears. Go I don't Bears. know if y'all have been to Nothing BYU. Um, Baylor's campus, bro. And Waco. Waco. That is. It's cool. Probably the nicest college campus I've ever seen in my life. When did you see it? When I went to Texas this summer. Oh really? Dang, Dang, okay. It's insane. It yeah. is so nice. It's like right on the water too. They have like mm-hmm. a. Nice. You guys got to see it. Did you do the little bridge going to the stadium or no? There's no. like a little walking bridge. We like no. We didn't walk around. We like drove through the campus and then we got out and like walked a little bit and then got back in the car. Oh, okay. also, how was the barbecue in Texas? Did it live up? We to only the night? went to one barbecue place. Um, <laughs> we we wanted we were in San Antonio and my friend Jane is from Texas. She was like. Oh, we gotta get Mexican. We're in San Antonio. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. But we just got barbecue. It was insane. It was really good. Sick. It was like this restaurant that just had like a big grill, and mm-hmm. you just say, I want that meat, that meat, that meat. And then, oh, man. It was great. Okay. It was that fantastic. sounds good. Yeah. And then we're gonna do rapid fire I'll, I'll read on out. NFL okay. picks. Okay. Uh, just pick the three best games. Rapid fire, NFL. Well, I've got some bolded. We'll go quick. Rapid fire, Jags v. Commanders. Jags. Jags. I got Jags. Commanders. All right. Saints v. Falcons. Who that, baby? Saints. Going Saints, bro. Even Falcons. though they're in Atlanta. Saints. <laughs> Falcons. Bro, you're out of your mind. Uh, <laughs> what, what? Keep going. Uh, I, I would, okay, we'll keep going. Keep, we'll going, keep, keep going. going. Keep going. Keep going. Steelers <laughs> with Mitch Trubisky as their starter. Bengals. Go or Bengals. Bengals. Go Joe Bengals. 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 Ravens v. Jets. Ravens. Ravens. Ravens for sure because Joe It's Flacco. at Jets. I no, Ravens. he literally. I hate Ravens. Ravens. Go Blacko. Ravens. Go Ravens. A revenge right, game, though. I don't Ooh, like the next one's a good one. Browns, Panthers, Baker and Carolina. Baker revenge game. Panthers. Panthers. Go Panthers. Who's it? Sure. Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby yeah, Brissett. Jacoby yeah, Brissett. yeah. Deshaun will be. No. Coming and they lost all their receivers. I got the Browns. I think the Browns. Ooh, With I, like, Kobe? I like Brissett. Yeah, okay. I think he's a good. Player. I like him, but oh yeah. He's also like, for all the listeners, we'll tally up all the like all the picks, and like we'll we'll have like a leaderboard of our guests and see how they rank. 
So keep going. Sorry. All right. So Packers Vikings in Minnesota. Go Vikings. Mm. Hook them. Hook them Vikes. I'm high on the Vikings. Is it still Kirk Cousins? Over yeah. There? I think it's like. But schools. it's but it's Justin Jefferson. I think it's like a healthy Dalvin. I think it's what they're thinking. Adam Thielen. Um, oh, all right, come on, come on. Irv, Irv, Irv Smith. <laughs> I'm Irv going, Smith, Dalvin Cook, come I'm on. I'm going with my fantasy team. Go Packers. Right? No. I got, I got yeah. two Packers players. You're going to be devastated. I got, I, I got to go Minnesota on this one. I can move. Chiefs at Arizona for the Cardinals. Ooh, I think this is going to be closer than people think, uh, personally, because Kyler Murray's always good at the start of the year before he gets beat up. So I'm going Cardinals. I'll go Cardinals. I will. Cardinals. Who are the Chiefs? Who the Chiefs have a receiver? Oh, they got Juju, Juju man. McCall, what's his name? Hardman. Scott Moore. And McCall Hardman. I, I'm excited to see Marquise Brown what's in your Arizona, pick, but I'm going yeah, Chiefs. What's your pick? Right. Chiefs. I'm glad someone went Chiefs. That's, and then that's the favorite, Derek Carr, and the Raiders go, go to Bolts. L.A. to face Justin Herbert and the Chargers. The go Raiders. Bolts. Raiders. Huge on Herbert this year. Raiders. Yeah, Devontae, Devontae Adams. Adams dude. Yeah, I'm Raiders. Raiders. I gotta go bolts on this one as well. I like Herbert. Dude. Hey, I hope. Hey, Herbert's my quarterback, so I hope he goes off. And then Monday night, who is playing? Monday night football. Russell Wilson faces the Seahawks in Seattle in his Bronco Bronco Nation. Let's, Let's ride. ride. Let's ride. I got Broncos <laughs> I for got sure. Sweet Broncos, right? Geno Smith. Yeah, Geno Smith starter. Not gonna Garbage. hack it. It is in Seattle though. They're gonna be very loud. It's gonna be loud. Yeah. Like uh, we'll see. Yeah, right. dude. Okay. Drew Lock, man. Cool. You guys, you guys you feel good? <laughs> Feeling good about our picks? Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. I feel Sweet. good about mine. We had one Chiefs pick. That's crazy. Because the Chiefs are the favorite in that game. Chiefs versus yeah. Cardinals. I mean, I think but it'll, be, it'll be a close game. You're right. It'll so be a close game. what we'll do is during the next week's podcast is we'll tally up uh, how many like wins and losses we got based on the picks. And Just for Harrison or all of us? For all of us. Okay. Sorry. For all of us. Uh, for Harrison, maybe he can come back and redeem himself if he had a bad week or mm-hmm. something. Pick-wise. Sure. But uh, we'll keep track of the Calebs yeah. and I, and we'll have a leaderboard, and we'll keep track of it throughout the year, and we'll let you guys know, keep you guys updated. And then moving on to the outro. So, yeah, thank you guys. Thank you to everyone who tuned in to this episode of To The House. We personally would like to thank all of our faithful listeners for episode one. We were really happy with the way that it turned out. We were really excited to get that uploaded. And we'd really like to thank our friend, Harrison Hawthorne, joining us this week on the podcast. We look forward to having many more guest stars for you guys. And as always, we will see you next week. This is Naaman, Caleb, and Caleb signing off. Woo!